So, Warwick, today's question. Yes. Uh, first kiss, where, when, and who with? Holy macanoli. First kiss. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's a long time ago. <laughs> it, wasn't, you. it wasn't my dog, um, <laughs> fortunately, or the neighbor's cow. Anyway, uh, I think it was in what my brother and I used to call the pine forest. We lived on Ooh. small acreage when I was a kid <clears throat> and uh, I was in primary school. Uh, wow, you did start young. And she lived across the road from us. Oh, the girl and, next door. Uh, yep. Uh, she was blonde. Um, bit of a tomboy. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was in. It was laying amongst the pine needles in the pine forest when I was about, how old would I have been then? I reckon I was probably 11. Oh, heartbreak here. <laughs> yeah. We're still Facebook friends. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show. Helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership. So you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome back to another episode of the Tradies Business Show, where we find love in the pine forest. <laughs> the pine needles. The pine needles just made this really nice, kind of soft. Anyway. That didn't all... hurt. Well, I had my clothes on. It was just a kiss. Right. Okay. Anyway. Wasn't it? I was Moving 11. On. I was 11. Come on. We're just kids. So today's topic. <laughs> so talking about my love life. Is. Um, or lack of. Uh, 10 tips we're going to talk about managing your email. Ooh, email. Everybody How loves exciting. email. How <laughs> exciting. Don't stop. Don't press the pause button. I know. I know. Email is like. Everyone hates email, but everybody loves it. I reckon it's just one of these real struggles. It's such a such a cool way to communicate. Well, cool's not maybe the right word. It can be a very... It was cool 10 years ago. ...powerful way to communicate. It's very convenient, but it gets misused and abused and turns into a lot of stress for a lot of people, this whole massive inbox thing. So um, how are we going to manage it better, Michaela? Well, that's it. I thought we'd go through... Because I know if my inbox is out of control, I suffer from overwhelm. And I know a lot of people do when they open up their inboxes. <laughs> All this stuff they've never done, never going to get rage. to. You know, so we're just going to talk. This is going to be a quick episode. We're going to go through some. Quickie. Yeah. That's appropriate. Dot points today about how we can help you manage your inbox. So 10 tips to help you manage your email inbox better. Yes. Right. So Num- we're not talking about inbox zero here, are we? No, because I think, I think that's a nice a, principle. I think it's a bit unrealistic for a lot of people. It is. And uh, I'm... A lot of our guys are on the road and all that. So we're going to have sort of the two streams of for the guys that are on the road and perhaps the guys that are in the office and, and what you kind of do. So, okay. all right. So we're going to go through a whole, whole lot of points. Righto. Use them, don't use them, don't really care. <laughs> well, we do care. We, we want do. them to use them. Pay attention. So people. first thing is people spend so long writing emails and put way too much information. Oh, yeah. So just get to the point. Some people say I'm a bit... Uh, Brief. Brief in my emails. Blunt. I'm just a busy woman. I'm not going to write a novel. Yes or no. Yes. <laughs> I know when I get emails from you, you're really trying to get a point across because you actually avoid email as a communication method, I've noticed, Michaela. I do. I And I'll go through some of the reasons oh, okay. and the habits that I'm I do. your reasons. Yeah. But I find that, I've heard this quite many times, but email is other people's priorities. Ouch. 
So people are emailing you generally about <laughs> what they want. So it's their priorities yeah. to you. Is that why I email you so much? Yes. Trying to get rid of all my jobs to you. <laughs> and generally people have this expectation now that on email that you're going to respond really quickly and you're in your inbox all the time. And so you're just constantly responding to people for their priorities. So I've put some little rules in place with the way I work. And I know it drives Warwick a little bit nuts because I actually don't check my email that much. I have to text you to say, hey, I sent you an email. Can you read it? (laughs) (laughs) Michaela's just dying here. Still sick. Yeah. It's been going on for a long time, this sickness. It has. (laughs) Anyway, what's the first one, Michaela? So three sentences or less. I'm going to struggle with that. I can't. (laughs) Three sentences or less, just get to the point in what you want from the email, what you need, and put times and actions. You know, if you need an answer by something, put a date. Can you let me know by this, blah, 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 blah. I'm a big fan of that, actually. I like brief, to the point, just bullet-pointed emails. Here's what I want. Here's what has to be done. If it's more than three sentences, ring someone. Yeah, because it ends up being quicker to pick up the telephone. I know a lot of people avoid the telephone and hide behind email as a way of communicating, particularly with clients. And that, from my perspective, with my tradies business wingman stuff, that really shits me, people using email to try and do sales conversations. Doesn't work. Yep. Doesn't work. Pick up the phone. Anyway. So the other thing is to, when you're getting emails, is like either delete them, delegate them, or action them. So this is the second point? Yep. There's right, no okay. actually particular order here. That's okay. I just, you know, if yep. somebody's sitting there taking notes, which I know lots of our listeners do. We might do like a little infographic or something. Yeah, let's. we'll put these 10 together as an infographic. Good idea, Michaela. And put them on the website and all that stuff as well. So who's doing that? You or me? Um, Can you email me about that? Yeah, I will. So first one is three sentences or less. Yep. Second one is delete, delegate or do. action. Oh, yep. do. Okay, yep. the three Ds. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That's catchy. Yeah. Uh, you should... You know, copyright that, that or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so obviously, it's, you know, if you're going to read it, delete it. If you don't need it or whatever, just get it out of your inbox. Yeah. Get rid of it. If it's something that you don't need to do or someone else in your team's going to do, just delegate it straight away or otherwise action it. Oh. Especially if it's going to take like two minutes or less. Anyway, I'll let, I'll let you move on. <laughs> What's the third one? Okay. So we get a lot of emails these days that we don't necessarily like like subscriptions, newsletters, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have a Gmail or Gmail Apps for Work account, mm-hmm. I don't know if this works for the others yet, there's a site called unroll.me, yeah. and it will actually access your email and bring up on a screen all the email subscriptions that you have. Huh. I did this, and I got 336. Ouch. So, did you recognize them all? Well, most of them I've gone, oh. So, when you actually go through your inbox or your email, you'll actually realize how many you actually have. So, it's a free program. Unroll. R O L L. Unroll me. Yep. Dot me. Dot me. Yep. You put in your email address, you give it permission, and then it goes through Hmm. and it lists all your subscriptions that you have. Then you have a few options. You can say, you want to say subscribe to it. You want to unsubscribe, it will actually unsubscribe you from the mailing list, or you can roll it up. So you roll it up into one email. So things that you want to read, um, you can gather them all in, and you get one email a day that could be 30 or 40 different newsletters that you like to read. Hmm. And that's free? Yes. 
Wow, there's some cool stuff. But just when you do that, <clears throat> make sure that you don't unsubscribe from anything to do with the Tradies Business Show or the Tradies Business Toolkit or Tradies VA, okay? That's right, yep. Yeah, great. So don't include us. <laughs> but Unrolled, I mean, one of my favourite apps of all time. Yeah, cool. Uh, it will take you a while because you need to go through, and you will have hundreds, I guarantee it. Mm. And then every six months you sort of do it again. Um, and go through it. But I found that's a really cool way to lessen the inbox stuff coming in. Cool. And the fourth one? Use folders and labels. Depending on what email program you use, certainly um, email filing is a good way to get them out of your inbox and into the category so they are easy to find. Also, with things like Google Mail and Gmail, you can do, and the uh, Microsoft... Office Other 365, thingies. whatever it's called. Yep. Um, you know, you can label incoming messages uh, to what inbox they're coming into or who they're from and all sorts of different rules and things like that. So you can do a heap of stuff with that, which will make it a lot easier. If you have a lot of um, Gmail and Google Apps accounts, you can get them all going into the one, so you only have to check one. Yep. So that's a pretty cool that. thing. Yep. Makes it real easy. Yep. Uh, so using folders and labels and things like that as much as you can. The fifth one is um, only checking your email once or twice a day. And I know uh, <clears throat> some of the big online entrepreneurs uh, are really big advocates of this, um, some of the top trainers, is setting aside, I, I would say for most of our tradies, probably two or three blocks a day where you check email. Um, the big fear is that if you're getting inquiries via email, you want to get on those reasonably quickly. And I, I agree with that. Um, but that doesn't mean you need to be on your email every three and a half minutes. Um, you know, if you check them f not first thing in the morning, but after your morning ritual uh, of doing your meditation or your intention session or whatever we've talked about previously on the show, but um, check them in the morning. So maybe late, you know, early to mid morning, uh, perhaps just after lunch or something, and then you might do another check later in the afternoon or just before you bugger off uh, from the office for the day. Um, so that you catch any of those inquiries, uh, but it's not—it's not texting, it's not messenger or the telephone. Email was designed to replace letters. We yep. used to send letters and to each faxes. other. It was days in between responses, and now, as you said, Michaela, there's sort of this weird expectation that email is this instant thing, and we sit staring at the inbox waiting for the reply to come back. Um, it doesn't—it shouldn't be that way. That's right, and I'm um, a big one for only checking it once or twice a day. And if you can, I know with some businesses, you know, they do have to check it first thing in the morning and with staffing and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't, don't check your email until like 11 o'clock. Yeah. So get what you have to get done first. Yep. And if you have to go in your email to get that job done, look at offline options. Yeah. So you can take your email offline, access what you need to, but do what you've got to get done first then look at managing your email. Because it goes back to what you said earlier, Michaela, is that email is other people's agendas. So if the first thing you're doing is checking email, the first thing you're doing is f working for everybody else first and not for yourself and your own business. That's it. Um, is, you're at is you're attending to everybody else's problems before your own. Yep. Um, so you really should stop doing that. Uh, now, this is a big one that helped me with overwhelm. I was always feeling overwhelmed and stressed and, and, and never um, was getting through what I needed to get through. And someone told me, don't check your email unless you can actually action the stuff then. So this is point six. Yes. Yep. So if I'm waiting in a line in a queue, I check my email. 
oh, geez, I've got to get that done or whatever. So all of a sudden, then your mind's constantly going, the things that are sitting in your email that you haven't done. Yeah. If it's super urgent, someone's going to ring you. Exactly. And I've done that. Or you text me. and Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And say, read my email. Uh, But I've done that where I've read an email standing in a line or whatever it might be, and I think, oh, crap, I better, I'll have to deal with that when I get back to the office. And because my inbox sinks everywhere, I open up my computer, it's gone into the red items because I sort my inbox by unread and red plus tags and folders and all that crap. And I've forgotten all about it. And so, oh, sugar, I read that and it's disappeared Uh. now and I forgot to action it. And so that can be a bit dangerous too. So it's better to save them up to when you can sit down and do what I call, which is email races. Uh, of how many can I action, you know, read yep. and action in a set period of time. Uh, so, yeah, number six, that's a good one. Only check it when you can actually do the stuff that you like. Let little read in there. Yeah, and don't check it after hours. What? Not on the couch in no. front of the TV? No, and I very rarely check emails on weekends now. Yeah, I've noticed. Because, <laughs> well, it's my weekend, and then I'm going to think, oh, I really should do that. And then I spend the next two days thinking of stuff I haven't done. And Yeah, it'll still be there on Monday. It's, it's right. And uh, I don't think... Um, I don't expect anyone I work with or suppliers and that to be on their emails on the weekend, but for some reason there's this expectation that we're available 24-7 now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I used to get clients emailing me for work on the weekends all the time. And then I'd go, oh, yeah, I'll do it. What? Because that's when they've thought of it. So, yeah. And that's what I do is I send an email to somebody because then I don't have to think about it anymore because yep. it's now their problem. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I'm an enabler. <laughs> All right, what's the seventh one? I think I know what this is, but... I oh, know, you're having trouble reading my little scribble <laughs> out here because we kind of just did a little brainstorm here. Um, the other thing is looking at... So there's two types of emails. This is going to be a non-techie try and, dis- try and distinguish the difference. Mm-hmm. So there's like pop email, which is like the old school email where you download it on one thing. <laughs> Do you want me to try and explain it? Go on. Are you talking pop or IMAP? I'm talking just server email as opposed to like pop email. Yeah, so, so one syncs across all your devices. Yeah, one doesn't. Yeah, so so the old way it downloads wherever you read it, the email downloads to that device. Yeah, whether it's a computer, a phone, whatever, and that's it. That's the only place you get to see it, and it disappears off the server that's up in the clouds. The new way <clears throat> is what's called IMAP, uh, which is what Gmail uses, particularly apps for work, which is. Freaking awesome, I have to say. I'm a convert. Um, So anywhere you look at your inbox, that is actually an image of the server, which is up in the cloud. So you're never pulling the email down from the cloud and onto your device. You're just looking at what's on the server. So if if you tick an item as red, it'll show up as red across all your devices. Or if you delete it, it gets deleted from everywhere. So... That new way means you never get kind of double ups and missing stuff and means you can open your email anywhere and it's exactly as it's supposed to be. It's a live representation of your email server. Did That's I do right. okay, Michael? You did very well. Oh, there you go. So if you've got um, like anything to do with Gmail or Google Apps or if you've got Microsoft Office 365 um, or any sort of server email, that that's what yep. you, you want to get. Yep. So if you can change it over, um, try. And I am a big fan of Gmail, actually. The, the did I convert you? Work. You did. Yeah. I, I'm so I'm a Mac user, as you are. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, Mac mails enough. It's fine. It syncs across my iPhone and my MacBook and all that sort of stuff. I don't need to change. And uh, I love apps for work. It's yep. brilliant for like five bucks a month. 
it's um it's bloody awesome and there's so many cool tools that you can plug into it you can track emails see when people open them you can have funky little email signatures with clickable links i mean there's so much stuff you can add on that's really hard to do in the office or apple versions of mail that's right and i'm a big gmail google apps converter i mm. love it talks to your calendar and everybody yep. can access it you can invite people to staff it's really really cool and unroll.me is an example of something you couldn't get on other emails. Yeah, exactly. So it, yep. it's pretty cool. Um, so if you're lucky enough to have support staff or a VA or a personal assistant or a receptionist or whatever, get them to be your email gatekeeper. So this is point eight. Point eight. Yeah, <laughs> Just in eight. case someone's taking notes. Have an email gatekeeper. Have someone that you train to be able to know what's important, what's not, and Put it in folders that you need to look at. So when you go into email, whatever's urgent or whatever, you can just focus on that and all the other stuff you don't need to worry about. Mm. So basically an email receptionist because yes. you know we used to do it with our receptionist. They'd screen calls. We're just getting someone to screen emails. Yep. Yeah. And perhaps we tie into this using different accounts, you know, like info at, sales at, accounts at, so that you don't get everything coming to you or even if you do – Someone sending you an email, if you're, the, if you're a sole operator, doesn't mean you can't have accounts at Bob's Plumbing and sales at Bob's Plumbing and use them in different places so that you can start to really separate your emails and only attend to the certain ones when you want to. Yeah, and I did work with a client once that wanted everyone to get the same emails. Ah. And it was like, well, who's going who's gonna to know that that's actioned? Yeah. So I well, know that still happens because I want to be across everything. But oh, then you've got no. this communication. So Everybody thinks somebody else has done it and nobody has. Yeah. So <laughs> really look at having um, email used as, you know, for individuals and allocate who does what email address and things like that. Number nine. I love number nine. I, I don't use it as much as I could. Yeah. Uh, but we, sit, we use it for the show. Um, so when we have guests on the show and we want to tell them about the links and get them to share their episode around um, – I have a canned response that, again, thanks to you, Michaela, I put together uh, in Gmail, Apps for Work. So I can literally just go and select that email template, change the name at the top, put a couple of bits in it, and I'm done. I don't have to sit there and type the same flaming email that I've typed 100 times before. Um, it saves a hell of a lot of time. It saves spelling mistakes, all that sort of stuff. So if you're responding to inquiries that you get via email, don't type custom replies each time. Have a canned response. You're the only one that knows that that's a canned response. Yep. The person receiving the email doesn't know that if you've written it well enough. Yep. Um, and then you make sure you send out all the right information. You know, um, you can just concentrate on getting the name right at the front. Yep. And that's it. So, yeah, those canned responses or email templates are really, really good. And then when you're, you know, taking customer inquiry, you can be typing their email address straight into the two box. <laughs> your can's up there already. Adjust whatever you need to of an appointment time or whatever. And it's sent by the time they got off the phone. So that's mm. another, wow, look at this service that mm. you're getting. Yep. Um, so any sort of templated um, function that you have in your email. But with Gmail, it's called, um, or Google, it's called Can Responses. Yep. There is a video on my YouTube channel. At Tradies VA that shows you how to do a canned response in Gmail. Just FYI. I didn't know that was there. You could have told me about that before. I spent an hour figuring it out. I will put it on the show page. <laughs> and number 10. Number I'm 10. Michaela is uh, just recovering from her extended flu here. But um, number 10, I, ha I just had 
a big uh, light bulb moment about number 10, Michaela. Is yes, I think this is one of the best kept marketing secrets that people don't use. So when you go on holidays, you put your out-of-office assistant on mm. um, and you put your holiday email on. So there's two ways you can use this. You can use this as an automated email all the time that says, you know, who to contact, what to do, response time, how long before we're going to get back to you, all that. What it can also do is, if you're on holidays or not, is also have some key marketing messages in there, blog posts, videos, anything else that you want to, you know, use to promote your business. So especially if you are on holidays or it's the weekend, hey, thanks for your email over the weekend. Look, here's some frequently asked questions or here's our process or whatever it is. So actually use your out-of-office mm. assistant as a marketing tool. It's not just for when you're out of office. And that's the light bulb moment I just had is, for example, days like today when I'm in the studio all day recording, people are emailing me and I'm here, you know, in our breaks or when I grab a coffee, checking emails and making sure I'm keeping up to date with my wingman clients is I really should have an autoresponder on there saying, hey, thanks for your email. I'm recording today. If it's urgent, give me a call. Um, if not, I'll get back to you first thing tomorrow morning or on Wednesday or whatever it is. Uh, so I can at least, you know, because there's nothing I hate more than sending an email, personally sending an email to another business or, you know, to one of my suppliers or whatever. And I don't hear anything for a day or two. And I start to think, I wonder if it's gone to spam. Did they get it? And that's why I text you because you never reply to me anyway. But I've had that where I've then followed somebody up and said, hey, uh, you know, sent you an email. I wasn't sure if you got it or not. Um, if you've got any questions, give me a call. And I've got an instant response back saying, oh, no, I just went and checked spam. It was sitting in there. Now, I don't know if they're lying and they just ignored me. But just didn't like you. <laughs> but it has happened um, where emails go to spam a bit. Spam filters are getting quite aggressive these days because of all the security threats. Um, and so it's worth using that to just acknowledge that you've received a customer's inquiry, for example. But what you missed really critical is, yeah, yeah, setting expectations and things like that. Yeah. But you should have said, too, I'm in the studio recording for the Tradies Business Show. Have you had Marketing a listen? Marketing message. Here's the latest episode on how to yep. improve your email inbox. So if you're, you know, on a big job, hey, we won't get back to your email till the next one to two days. We're on a big job at the moment and this is what we're doing. Yeah, or check out our Instagram account for the latest photos. That's right. There's so many messages that you could be putting in your email that so yeah. every time you send something out, it should be marketing and branding around your business. If you are on holidays, one thing I do love is, hey, we're away, but don't go empty-handed. Here's some of our latest blog posts or videos, or here's yep. a link to book in when we come back. Yeah. Don't just say I'm off having holidays, you know, I'll respond here. Or if you're running a special at the moment, a special yep. offer, check out our latest offer on Facebook or whatever. Yep. You know, and you can turn it on and off, you know, every couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, it's not like when you just go on holidays. So yeah. that's a really um, cool way to, you know, surprise and delight people in their inboxes as well. Nice. I love that one. That's I'm going to go and do something about that. Well, right I actually away. taught you something. In our next break, <laughs> I'm going to put an autoresponder on. And plug uh, the show, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which show? Sorry, Buddha. Oh, no, that's a different one. Oh, hey. cross-promote. Mentioning my other podcast, Go on, love. quick. 
Oh, uh, look, if uh, oh, now I feel a bit dirty, Michaela. We you did, should we did because talk you just mentioned your mistress kiss. in our show. <laughs> and I'm just giving you this great, valuable information. You just go and promote the other show. Uh, I'll do that in my autoresponder email instead. <laughs> that way you won't see it. Warwick and Jay, who was on a recent episode, does have finally had their podcast. Uh, up, it finally is, went live. So yes. it, it went live. If you're listening to this episode as it's released, probably went live a week or two ago. So it's called Throw Buddha on the Barbie. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit different to the tradies business show, but it's kind of the same, you know. A couple of Aussie blokes just having a yarn about spirituality. I'm not uh, a bloke. Mindset, yeah, not you, Michaela. Um, so me, Jay, and I uh, just chew the fat about a whole bunch of stuff: separation, uh, depression, uh, personal responsibility, dealing with fears about money. You name it, we talk about it. There's nothing that's out of bounds or taboo. Um, and it is explicit as it's well. It's got an explicit rating because we use some adult language. Um, but you'll find it on iTunes, Throw Buddha on the Barbie. And, okay, uh, righto. The Facebook right pages up. up as well. <laughs> um, so check that out. And uh, you are with the Tradies Business Show with Woz and Michaela. And we've just wrapped up 10 tips to manage your email better. Um, so hopefully you got something out of that. I'm sure that uh, you have. But uh, email doesn't need the beat to be the beast that you think it is. You take control. And you know what? If you haven't subscribed to the Tradies Business Show email list, you really should go and do that because while we're trying to help you declutter your inbox, we send out some really cool stuff uh, to our email subscribers. So go to our, fa- uh, our website, tradiesbusinessshow.com, and make sure you sign up because then we can talk to you directly and you don't have to kind of find out third hand via Facebook or iTunes or whatever. That's it. And you should be doing the same with your clients. So anyway, that's there it. You go. And look, I do love my clients very much. I will respond to your emails. Just not mine. Just <laughs> You only ignore me, not your customers. <laughs> nice. At least I know where I stand. That's it. Anyway, uh, great 10 tips. Thank you, Michaela. And uh, until next time, listeners, hooroo. Bye. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.